When I used to hear the advice, well, you just need to love yourself right now, I used to like really be confused about that and I didn't understand what it meant. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know there are a lot of women out there who prefer singleness, and I've even heard women who will say things like, you know, I don't want a man, but um, I want a man. <laughs> I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. And that's always been a real source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I needed to make peace with being single because I said, look, the singleness doesn't seem to be changing. And what if it doesn't change? I just wanna be happy. And that's what wonderful life is about. It's not about getting you to a place where you hate men or you don't want a man, because I want a man, in case I didn't say that. And it's not getting you to a place where you're just resigned to, well, I guess I'm just gonna be single forever. I might as well just deal with it. It's not that. It's about creating a life where you're really happy and peaceful and content, because when you're in that space, that will attract your Mr. Right. But frankly, even if he never shows up, you're gonna be happy anyway. One of the most loving and caring people that I know on the whole entire planet is my sister-in-law, Sarah. And I go to her frequently for advice, especially when I'm really hurting. And many times she would listen with compassion and then she would say, sis, I really just think you need to love yourself. And I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and you'll get that a lot. Like you need to love yourself and have self-love. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, what does that look like? I mean, I don't hate myself, but I just wasn't sure. Like, I just didn't get it. So maybe if you understand all that stuff, this episode may not be for you. But if you're like me and you're kind of like, I just really don't understand what that would be or what it would look like or how I would feel if I was loving myself or how am I not loving myself now? Like, I don't get it, but I've learned about it. And so that's what we're gonna talk about right now. To me, when I hear you need to love yourself. So now when Sarah says to me, sis, I think you just need to love yourself. I do like a little translation in my brain and I translate that to sis, you just need to respect yourself right now. Sis, you just need to value yourself right now. Because when you love something, you value it, you take care of it. Even when we say, gosh, I just love my new car. Well, you take care of it, you value it, you maintain it, you wash it, you are careful with it. When you love a child, like I love my niece and my nephew, well, I demonstrate that love for them by taking care of them although probably not as often as my brother and my sister-in-law would like, but I'm protective of them and I look out for them. And when we're in public, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on who's around. And 
if I'm the adult supervising them, like at the park or something like that, you know, I watch who is around them. I don't let someone come up and talk to them or touch them if I don't know who that is. I, you know, I, I'm like, I mean, I don't have children, but, you know, I'm all over that mess. I mean, I'm, I'm watching these kids, making sure nobody pushes my niece. So anyway, when you, when you love something or someone, you respect them and you take care of them because you value them. So when you love yourself, you take care of yourself physically, you take care of yourself mentally, and you take care of yourself emotionally. So you wouldn't put yourself in harm's way. You don't put other people ahead of yourself. Now, again, when it's a child who's dependent on you, I, my personal belief is yes, you should put them first. But when we're talking about other adults, when you love yourself, you don't just treat yourself like a doormat. You don't do things that devalue yourself, like going out drinking the night before and being hung over at work the next day or dating men who are married. And it's interesting that when men are surveyed and they're asked, what is, what makes a woman sexy? The number one answer across the board is self-confidence. And then when you ask them to describe what do you mean by self-confidence, it's self-respect. It's a woman who respects herself enough to have boundaries and standards. If you ask a man, what is your dream car? He is never gonna tell you about some busted up old junker. Now, he might talk with fondness about his very first car that maybe wasn't all that great, but he was excited, it was his first one, and he took really good care of it. That wouldn't be his dream car today, but men like to have high value things in their life, just like we all do. And I'm not saying a woman is a thing, I'm not saying a woman is property, but if you ask a man, what is your dream woman, he is not gonna say, well, I really want an overweight, lazy woman who doesn't take care of herself. I'd like someone who just like sits around and mopes and watches a lot of TV and is really negative. There's no man who's gonna say that, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. So when a man sees you disrespecting yourself, then he questions your value. And if he sees you allowing other people to disrespect you, he'll question your value. And listen, this isn't about like, how do you get a man? Because this is gonna apply anywhere. It's going to apply with men in your family. It's going to apply with your male colleagues. If you have sons, it's going to apply with them as well that if you want to be a woman who is valued by others, then you have to value yourself first. Men want to be inspired by women. Now, men are fixers and they like to help. They don't wanna fixer up her a fix-it project. I think one of the worst movies to come along and plant a fantasy idea in women's minds was Pretty Woman, starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. And the premise is Julia Roberts is a prostitute and Richard Gere like hires her to, you know, be his escort to, you know, different events or whatever, and he falls in love with her and, you know, she ends up in this really great life. Okay, girls, men do not fall in love with hookers. Men don't value prostitutes. Why? Because they are commodities. They really don't have value. And I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not saying that women don't have value. I'm just saying that for a man when he looks at someone who's a prostitute, he's gonna say like, she doesn't really have value as, in terms of like a wife. 
in the same way that he looks at a cashier at a grocery store or a valet or a bellhop, okay, at a hotel. It, it's just, it, it's a ubiquitous commodity position. Now, I know that the majority of my viewers are not prostitutes, so let's not be acting like a prostitute then. You say, well, what does that mean? Well, let's talk about that. When you respect yourself, you don't wait around for him when he's late for a date. Now, I'm not talking like he's five or 10 minutes late, or I'm not even saying like he calls or he texts and he's like, hey, I'm on the way. There's an accident on the freeway. I'm running about 20 minutes late. You know, things happen. I'm talking about, he said he'll pick you up at seven and it's like 7.30 and you don't know where he is. A lot of times guys will say, well, I'll give you a call. And then you don't hear from him. And then maybe they do call six, eight weeks later, seven months later. And then you pick up the phone and you're like, hey, how's it going? It's so great to hear from you. Mm -mm. If you're dating someone and he shows up and he's been drinking or you go on the date and he gets drunk, that's a deal breaker. You aren't available for booty calls. You don't engage with men who are mean or who make you feel bad about yourself. When you have self-respect, you don't chase men and you don't accept last minute dates because how valuable are you? So like you're sitting around and he calls and he says, hey, what are you doing tonight? You wanna grab some dinner? And you're like, oh yeah, that'd be great. Or you say, well, I was gonna have dinner with one of my girlfriends, but you know, I can see her some other time. So what do you wanna do? Mm-mm, that's not self-respect. Now, a lot of times when I talk about things like this, there's a lot of pushback. Um, first of all, from men, but you know, I'm talking to women, so I'm addressing the females in the audience, but a lot of times the men that push back on these types of things are not the high value alpha men that you're gonna be looking for. The second place I get pushback is from women who feel like, well, you know, I'm a successful businesswoman and you know, I'm, I can do whatever I want and I'm gonna just be honest and forthright and I'm gonna be transparent and I'm not gonna play games. Okay, Dr. Pat Allen, who's a marriage and family psychotherapist out in California, one of the things she says is, you can't get laid and paid at the same time. Well, that's not a prostitution reference. What she's saying is, the skills that make you hot in the job market that gets you paid, you know, you're, you're assertive, you're ambitious, you're focused, you, you're a doer, you get stuff done. Those are the exact qualities that will derail you in a relationship, unless if you're looking for a relationship where you are the masculine energy. One of the things that she says is in a successful relationship, you have to have one masculine and one feminine. And that's not talking about a man and a woman. This applies even to homosexual relationships. You have to have one masculine energy and one feminine energy. I have a couple of different friends who are married couples, and in those relationships, the male is more the feminine and the female is more the masculine, meaning she tends to drive things. So it, you know, she tells, this is what we're gonna do, this is how we're gonna do it, and he goes, okay, honey, no problem. And if that is what you want, so if, if you're an alpha female and you want a beta male, you want a man who will just kind of like, whatever you want, yeah, that's great. Cool, that works. If you are an alpha female and you want an alpha male, you better not be an alpha female in your relationship, okay? You've got to be the feminine. 
meaning you're receptive, okay? So you're not the aggressor. Think of it as like the bumblebee and the flower, okay? The bumblebee is the masculine and the flower is the feminine. And listen, you can do what you want. It, it, you have to look at your own life and say, am I getting results that I'm happy with? I'll just tell you for me, when I started really getting a handle on this, you know, love yourself or have self-respect or value yourself, my life started to get a lot better. Yeah, does it feel weird when you're not used to doing it? Sure, yeah, it does. And a lot of times as women, when we start setting boundaries and standards for how we treat ourselves and how we allow others to treat us, it feels very strange and uncomfortable because we're not used to doing it and we feel like we're being mean. But you're not being mean when you're teaching people how to treat you. When my little niece hits her brother, well, we can't just let that go. You know, she has to be taught you can't go around hitting people. Now, does she get upset? Does she get her feelings hurt when mommy or daddy or Aunt Mena or someone says, you know, you, you no, we, we don't hit we don't hit people. That's not okay. Does she sometimes get upset? Yes. But it would not be loving to her to allow her to grow up and go through life thinking that she can do that and that that's how she gets what she wants in life. And I think we would all agree that we wouldn't do that to a child. A lot of times if you're a parent, you have to take your child to the doctor and they have to get a shot or you have to take them to the dentist and it's uncomfortable and they don't like it. They're scared. They're upset. And, it, and sometimes as the parent, you have to hold the child while the doctor or the dentist does whatever needs done. And I know a lot of times, I mean, I don't have children, but I know I've heard a lot of my friends who are moms talk about it. It's just awful because you just, your, your child is hurting and you're holding them down and it's like it's just the worst feeling ever but you have to do that you can't just say okay well we'll just never get a shot okay well we'll just never go to the dentist and it's the same thing with when we are teaching others how to value and respect us because the truth is that if we don't value and respect ourselves if we don't love ourselves then how is anyone else going to ever value and respect us either now, if you're struggling with a broken heart, it's really, really hard to value yourself. And if that's your situation, you might want to check out our ABCs of Healing. It's a free video where we take you through the steps to get over a broken heart so you can move on and be happy. And you can get that at bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing. We'll send it to you right away. Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we want to hear from you. I want to know what do you think? What does self-respect look like to you? Put that in the comments and let us know. You can always connect with us at wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog there every Friday. You may want to join our newsletter list, and we have lots of cute merchandise for you. And thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.